Kilda and welcome to Skeezy D's. This is a, a guest episode. Hi. With a, a co-worker, I guess we would. A co-worker? Name, name, I don't know. I've been trying to avoid names, but I've said someone's name. Oh, so gosh. someone's someone's doxed. Yeah. Um, Ready. It's like the, the 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 fucking like Kiwi Farms. Yeah. Um, like pages already up and running. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm so sorry, um, Frenchie, but this is going to be an extremely alienated and internet filled episode. Oh God, are we going to do this? Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. The game system I've been working. I, work, I started working on it last night, um, and it's already half done. Um, but it's it's not too deep. It's called Nothing to Lose. I say it's pretty deep. It's it's. <clears throat> I'm 14 and this is deep. Um, wow. And it's it's basically. Um, I talked about it in the last um, cast, but it's. We'll be talking about the playbooks today, so like the player characters. Essentially, they're just revolutionaries of various stripes. Various um, stripes, yeah. Some better than others. Some better than others, but um, some more base than others. <laughs> yeah. <Some laughs> um. So yeah, the the five I've got outlines for. Well, actually, I've got four. F- like basically fleshed out for I would be happy to run a test of the game with and one I have the idea for but I haven't filled out so I mean that kind of work you know like the four nations used to live in harmony but yeah. then everything changed when the anarchists attacked or whatever well ideally they don't fight each other in the course of the game um, I want them to talk about how they fight each other after a game has been done but it should be a collaborative experience I, that's like long race shit um, but that's like long roost shit. Like they could just be like huddled around a campfire at some point, and just like they you know, have talking shop and yeah, yeah. It's all very principled. It's yeah, um, yeah. Critical support. Oh, I should put that in as a rule. Critical, oh, critical support. support. What would critical support be? It would be. It would be like one of the golden rules of the game is critical support. It's like you can criticize the actions of someone else, but you always like help push the revolution forward. Could it be like? Um, like, like the sort of paladin oath-breaking kind of like effect or something like that. Of like, if you if if you don't crit support your team hard enough, then like, you're already, well, your your character your character becomes an NPC. You've got to make a new one. <laughs> God damn it! Like, what actually? What what happens again when you like when you break your oath? Um, like in the so actual thing. And I play too much Baldur's Gate three, so I don't even remember now. In fifth edition, um, it's basically you just get different powers. Oh. Uh, in previous editions, you like lost your powers. Shit. Um, I mean, that sounds way cooler. So you would be like a paladin with all these awesome powers, like especially in like second edition where there was like fighter, which was just like a normal you hit things with a stick, and then there was paladin. It's like you hit things with a stick, but you also get all this other extra shit. Maybe like. But um, you had the the rules to follow, and then if you didn't follow the rules, you lost all your powers, and you were like. I mean, that sounds great. Like, that, also that would make like all of the sort of long race bands about like you know, but like I say, talking shop really funny because like then like it, you know it's like real life like um, being in like a group of leftists and you have to just be like real polite for the sake of you know like getting along even though you're just sort of like this is fuming on the inside like <laughs> like ninety percent of the time yeah um, 
So the four that I've fleshed out are agitator, which I basically want to be like propagandist, mm. more or less. So like I someone like how who the just... agitator doesn't really have any like specific principles or anything. No, I want it to be sort of open for the player to interpret what the agitator's like idea is, but also like it doesn't really matter what their ideology is. They just want to get as many people on board as possible. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, like, what are they, there's like a name for that or something, right? Like, oh, I don't know. Well, I no, it's, it's probably not really that. Isn't that prop? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of propaganda. its own thing. Like, I guess there's that whole, like, uh, uh there's like some kind of tier tier called, like, um, platformist or something, and it's like this kind of, like, Oh, it's, it's just like about widening a, the platform. Well, no, from what I understand, it's like being a anarchist, but like you want as many people on site as possible. So you kind of like, I, I don't know, like you, you'd have to research it, but like that you could call it that. A platformer. Platform? No, platformist. Platformist. Platform. I kind of like agitator though. Yeah, no, that is cool. I like agitator. And then you can say agitprom. I feel like agitator kind of like has a whole lot of sort of like uniony connotations. Well, so like it could just sort of be that they're kind of like, you know, like a union sock dam, but like well, there's you also can choose the, whether they're the based kind or the like kind of lame kind. There's the union rep as well. Oh right, yeah. Um, I feel like maybe I'm just getting ahead of myself here. Well, yeah, I'm taking my cues more from um, sort of Russian Revolution times. Oh nice, nice. Where there was like different sort of connotations to some of these words. Because, like, agitation in 1916-15... Yeah, it was a pretty important job. Was, ...wasn't so much about getting people involved in the union movement. Um, in fact, I think Lenin got super pissed when people were like, that should be the point of agitation. Um, yeah, there was, like, a lot of shit fighting about, like, uh, whether they should, like, deal with the unions at that point in time or not or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. It was more just about getting as many people involved <coughs> in the left movement as possible. Not, not with any, like... Um, academic rigor or anything it's just as many as possible um, I remember hearing something about like uh, recruiting like Russian Orthodox priests or something I don't know like that was an idea at one point or something like that they were oh to so like, mobilize oh, well, the peasants well. same thing. I think there was like a um, oh what were they like they were just kind of like ah oh, well we may as well just like try and throw in with everyone regardless of whether that's kind of going to work out or not yeah, I think it you was know, considering the, our like other choices. <laughs> what was the what was the what was the like the peasant movement called? It wasn't the it was before they became anarchists. Um, oh, they had a name. Social like, revolutionaries. Uh, was this, that it? The SRs. Because this would be post. The this is pre-revolution. Post the um, Bolshevik Menshevik split. I think this is before Fourth International, after Third. Ah. Yeah, I feel like some kind of reference to that would kind of make sense as well, maybe. Um, okay, so, the, yeah, but the agitator basically can convince people to get rocked up, but I think I have to go back over them, because essentially I want them to be able to rock people up, but not necessarily control them. Hmm. What if, like, um, like, some kind of, I don't know, this could just be, like, a plot device or something, this could be, like, uh, like a goal for the game or something, but like maybe they get some kind of like giga powers from having an international or something. So like every <laughs> oh, well the end of the game is so uh, w one thing I don't think I've said is it's set in a flying city. Naturally. Um, 
but the end of it is the Interville um, Inter City. I thought that was a pretty nice, nice. Little, nice little joke there. Funny little haha. But yeah, the end of the game, because each, it's sort of like you've got four or five different tables, and each table is their own revolutionary cell. Makes sense. And at the end of the game, they have the Interville, um, or Interville, where they all come together and sort of discuss what their cells have managed, and then what, if they've succeeded in revolution, what does the future of the city look like? Okay, okay. So that, that's sort of like the framing device. That makes sense. Um, and then it kind of opens up, like, you could potentially do like a season of these, where it's sort of like you have the first Interville, but then like the revolution wasn't successful, and then you adapt the setting oh. to the conditions after that, and then you can have the second and so forth, but that's let's Maybe get the like first the trots, one out of the face. Like, if there's trots in this, sorry, yeah. like, you know, not to say the T word or anything. Yeah, um, but you're forgiven. Like, if there's trots in this, maybe they have some kind of like power that's sort of like permanent revolution, and every time like you fail at a revolution, then you get some kind of like massive skills bonus or something like that for your next attempt. Um, well, because the scale for so the scale for powers, to give you an idea, is you start with two of the basic powers mm. and then you gain two more, either basic or advanced powers, your choice, over the course of a session. And that's kind of it for that character. Um, so it's pretty limited. If it's a limited use power, it could be once per um, level. Makes sense. Um, I think I, yeah. Or it's like a specific condition. So like one of the ones I gave to anarchists was mutual aid. Oh yeah, no, that, that checks out. Basically, they if someone needs something, they can give it to them. Oh, what if the anarchists but, have some like conquest but, of bread reference? Oh, that'd be good. Like, oh, uh, can there be like can? Oh wait, hold on. What if like bread is like spell slots? <laughs> no spell like, slots. It's gonna be okay. It's... Fine. Okay. <laughs> Oh, like, although, oh, actually, it, no, like, wait, it, wait, no, okay. it can be their unique power, is they have, like, oh, like each e level they have three bread tokens. So, you know how, like, in, in like, BG3 and shit, then, like, druids have, like, the gooseberry thing, where they can just, like, teleport, like, a, not a gooseberry, like, they, they can teleport, like, some kind of berry into, like, people's, like, inventories, and if you eat them, you get some healing. Yeah. Like, they can, maybe they can, like, druid some bread up or something. Well... Because it could be, it could be they've got like three bread tokens, which doesn't necessarily represent bread the anarchists have. It's just like access to mutual aid networks or whatever. Makes sense. Um, and they can use that if like helping a, um, a disenfranchised or struggling person, they get like a bonus. And that sounds a lot. Oh well, I guess like that could combine really well with like the common speak thing that you had for the agitator. Yeah. No, that's the <laughs> proletarian. That's the proletarian. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the proletarian. Have we covered that? No. So we, we did the agitator. Let's do the proletarian next. So the proletarian is, like, partly in reference to, like, the average Joe worker, but also partly in reference to, like, the Soviet caricatures of, like, coal miners and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got the, the ability to, like, translate theory into common speak. The voice. They've got the voice. They um, have the voice pass. Which essentially is part of how the proletarian and the agitator will work together. Is the agitator can get people rucked up. 
Maybe the should, intelligentsia like, can develop a plan or a theory and then the proletarian can convert that into something that the crowd can oh, understand. So it's like a class collaboration thing. Oh my gosh, it's collaborative storytelling and it's collaborative classes. Yeah. Um, I'm, try I'm trying to make it so that... I can't even hold all these metaphors. <laughs> Everyone's got like a... I got metaphors falling out of my pockets like it's like limp spaghetti. Yeah, you've got little, you're the limes guy, but <laughs> the limes are metaphors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the proletarian has that, they've also got like, they get a pub of some kind, which is just a safe house. Oh yeah, no, I love that. Um, basically the whirling in rags from Disco Elysium. Yeah, of um, course. Like, what would this be without, without several Disco Elysium references? Yeah, essentially. Um, oh, what else do they have? They can, they can beat things up really well, because they're tough. Um... You want pie? I don't know if we got pie time. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's not high time. Oh, uh, we can. I guess we can nip into the Z probably. Nah, safely. let's just go. You sure? Yeah, I'll just have a muesli bar or something. <laughs> um, it's high time for pie time. Um, well, clearly it's not. So, yeah, that's kind of the proletarian like big lump sort of. Like archetype. A, They've got the special ability to like take damage in the place of someone else. Oh. Um, sort of endure for others. So they're kind of like the barbarian. Yeah, but they've got that. I don't want them to be just a dumb brute exclusively. So you can oh, so take like a the barbarian. Well, you can take the common talk thing, the common speak thing, if you want to. <laughs> the voice, yeah. You can take the voice if you want to can be we, more. Do we? Is it worth explaining what we mean by the voice? Like, So the voice is... You can explain it. Voice, I'll give you that pass. The voice is when someone code switches. Um, when a, Specifically when around Māori in New Zealand. So it's kind of yeah. like... Um, say someone who goes to university and um, they talk all fancy or whatever. But then when they go to Porirua, they start... Um, using the voice um and generally how it works is we're allowed to do that but generally white people aren't allowed to do that uh but in this game there's passes for that <laughs> yeah the, the proletarian gets uh they get a a, a hoary pass oh, shut um, the fuck up sorry like well you have the hoary pass so like you're yo well, I'm, they, I'm. They have it though. I'm the style of Hori Pass user where I don't exercise my right. No, to no, but you, that's the vibe. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's the proletarian. Then there's the intelligentsia, which I've just tried to make as big a nerds as possible. Naturally. Um, I think I made their special ability. Their special ability is like they can debate someone on theory, and if they're like, if they're pro-revolution, it inspires them. If they're oh, yeah, the anti thing. or against revolution, they just get bored. Oh my god, you like um, put my suggestion in your I, game. I thought That's it was crazy. really good. I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah, but your one makes more sense than my one though. Yeah, but it's a little bit too mean, I think. I was um, just gonna be like, yeah, it's like a recently even chance that like you'll give them some, I don't know, inspiration or like that they'll hate you. Yeah, um, well, uh, yeah, I took away the chance thing because I don't want there to be chance, so it's sort of like based on the situation. Okay. Um, I think they've, so they've, they've got like... So it's like a plus or minus modifier depending on whether... 
Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. No, that works. They've got um. They've got a lot of, abil of abilities about like, um, organizing, high level organizing, and developing theory. I think I gave one of their advanced abilities as like Praxis, where it's like if people follow your theory of change, they all get a bonus. Swag. Or something, which is kind of cool. Um, but basically sort of like a planner, but they don't have much like direct ability to influence people. Maybe um, like if you're going to do the whole thing where... They um, can like support revolutionaries, but they're not that great at connecting with people. That kind of ties in with the whole uh, like crit support thing. So like, I, I don't know, like I, I feel like working on what circumstances you get your powers back. It, oh... Wait, like your What addiction. if you have to have like a struggle session or something? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I don't want to, I don't, like, everyone should collaborate. I mean, there there like, wouldn't there be at this point in time. There should, everyone should collaborate. There shouldn't be any breakdowns in the course of a game. Okay, so maybe you're just like a little, like, a little fucked if you the, do. The most, thing. the most breakdown that should happen is the anarchists doing something. But the anarchists should still be doing that in service of the revolution. What if, like, um, are you, like, much familiar with, like, slinging, you know, like, uh, adventurist at people who do things? Because, like, Lennon actually I think wrote I, I think I have to make pamphlet on, like, wait, I think it was Lennon, I think I like, have on, to like, make... adventurism and why, or yeah. maybe it was Trotsky. I have to make, to like, a... Sorry to say the T-word again. I have to make a, um, I have to, I think I have to make, like, a liberal... <clears throat> oh, yeah. ...playbook now. Oh my god. And they're just like what trying would, to get everyone to stop. But like, what were liberals like during this whole thing? Well, essentially, I, I, what I would, what, it, the, the liberal playbook would be unique in that they start off as like sympathetic, but they don't want the revolution to go ahead. And they choose a point to switch and become a full revolutionary. Um, and they sort of take a normal playbook. Mm. Before then, they're a liberal playbook and they're kind of getting in the way. But once they switch, they get, like, extra powers to reference, like, the extra wealth and social status that they have to insulate others. So it's kind of like multi-classing into Warlock partway through the game, and everyone's just like, oh, who's this chick? Yeah. Why she got horns? Why yeah. are you... Uh, hey, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> What's up? Um, please put down the Eldritch Blast. Yeah, but, like, their, their vibes their vibes will basically be... Um, I still got to figure that out. Union rep as well, I got to figure out. But basically, union rep, I want their powers to revolve around like strikes and industrial action. Yeah, like kind um, of like kind of like cleric mode, like sort of like they work on buffing people or something. But like they can't really like do a whole lot of damage. Yeah, um, anarchists are all about damage. They're pure DPS. They're the rogues. Oh, yeah. um, they can just destroy things. They're not really good at building things up, which. I am not intending to be, um, you know, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're an attack on um, anarchist solidarity forever or whatever. Um, it's more just a reflection of like the caricature of the bomb throwing anarchist in the early 20th century. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Like, they're all caricatures, so. Yeah. Um, except for the ones that I like because they're cool and reasonable. Lol. Oh my goodness. We're getting a park right next to the office. Yeah, well, we got a meeting after, so I'll just park for you. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the, the first guest episode oh on Skeezy Jeans. Goodbye. See ya.